On the way. Why I messed up? Oh, good. Joey, that's our cold open. Anyway, that's our cold open. Welcome to the Back in the Gap podcast. Today we're talking about biblical joy. I am Joey, not to be confused with joy, and I'm joined by Travis and Jay Ware. Yay. (laughs) Let's go, joy. Oh, goodness gracious. In in all seriousness, though, um, I don't know. Whenever you sent the text out saying we don't want to talk about joy, I was like, you know what? I like that. I I like the idea of talking about joy and how we can find joy because the world can be very cruel. So I like I like it a lot. I like the idea. Yeah, it's it's something that is obviously it's a fruit of the spirit, right? So it is important. Um but it's one that we a lot of times I think minimize or overlook a little bit. Um we kind of reduce to well it's just happiness but a different word or well yeah it's important but we're really we we're like almost combining joy with like other things. Yeah. And not really recognizing it for what it is in itself. So I really want to do this episode. Try have some thoughts. On what? On oh, joy. joy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I guess for me, joy. Um I, I guess, you know, growing up, joy has always just been kind of something that um has kind of come a little easier. But I've say I've I've getting I've gotten a lot more uh, of a new perspective lately. So yeah, that's good. So we're gonna so we're gonna just jump straight in of like how we can find joy. Yeah, I guess we can jump in. Um, I think let's let's first define joy a little bit better. We've kind of talked about it in a roundabout way, um, but then yeah, we'll get into like what it how how we can find joy. Yeah. So I, I think which we we kind of already touched on this, but we want to be clear that joy is not just happiness. Yeah. Um, and in fact, joy should be more abundant than happiness, and, and, and joy should not be contingent on how happy we are, right? Um, I think that's what a lot of uh, maybe non-Christians, and even Christians, I think, fall into this trap of being like, well, I just want to be happy in life. That's my goal. And whereas if you're chasing joy rather than happiness, you can be okay and live through the tough times, Yeah. right? Um. And so joy has a lot to do with hope, I think. Um, sure, our immediate circumstances might not be good. They may not bring us happiness. But we have a hope for a future. Um, and also we have comfort in the present moment that, A, things are outside of our control, which means that they're in someone else's control. And we can have faith that, you know, Christ being in control is a much better scenario than us being in control. That should bring us joy. Um, but also, you know, when we look toward the future, like things are going to get better because Christ is in control. So I, I think that's kind of um, my thoughts on like what joy means to me. But what do you guys think? Travis, what, is, what does joy mean for you? Uh, for me, <clears throat> joy mostly means just um, like making sure that in my day-to-day I'm focused not on the conditional um, situations of my day but rather than focusing on, you know, Christ, what he's done for me, the fact that every day is a day that he's given me. Um, now, this is not by any means something that comes easily to me. In fact, this is something that I've struggled with a lot lately. Um, but 
only because of how much I've already learned about joy and how much I've already grown in it is the only reason that I would say I've been able to um, have hope for the future. Mm. Yeah, for for me, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, I don't have like a <laughs> thank, thank you. <laughs> I've um, I've always thought I don't have like a a definition of joy, but I've always thought of distinguishing because you talked talked about how joy is different from being happy, which is very true. And I've always thought happy is more of which you so you can feel joy, but happiness the way I've always not I I could be wrong, so feel free to tell me if I'm wrong in this. Um, but I've always thought more of happiness is more of like. Well, something good good happens, so it um it's more of that like emotion, based all off of that. And joy is like regardless of the position or 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 the situation you, you are in, like you are choosing to, you know, well you know find joy in that, and that's why I've caught kind of always thought joy to be where where happiness is more of like, well I feel I feel this way only because this good thing has happened. Joy is more the in, intentional. I don't care what's ha- happening. I'm choosing to think about you know X Y and Z. Yeah, I, I really like that way of putting it. Um, I would agree with that. Uh, not that joy like doesn't have an emotional element to yeah. it, but it's so much more of a choice to find joy. Yes. Whereas happiness almost always has to do with external circumstances. And that's not to say that happiness is bad, right? Mm. That's just to say like there, there's a clear difference in what we're talking about. Um, so, yeah, I really like that way of putting it. I would agree with everything that you said there. Oh, cool. Um <laughs> I don't know why I had that reaction. I was like, oh, cool. You know? <laughs> As if you expected, maybe he wouldn't. I, I'm no authority. I'm just agreeing with you. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I know, but I don't, I don't know. I don't know yeah. why I reacted in that manner, why I reacted it, that way. It brought me great you, joy. You found joy in that. that. I, found, I, I found joy <laughs> and happiness. That's right. Um, so, yeah, I think um, now that we've kind of talked about, like, what joy is and the fact that it is a choice, uh, what are some situations for y'all that where you've, had to choose joy. How do you learn how to choose joy more in life? Really good advice that I got one time was from our our young adult pastor that we had a few years ago, and he's he's moved on to a different church. But we were actually talking about um, our our lesson wasn't about this, but it was kind of like a, a place he went to within our lesson. I can't remember what the actual lesson was on, but he touched on joy a little bit, and. He talked about how a good way we can find joy is focus on what's true, because mm. it, it's very easy to to walk this world to and only to focus on what's bad, right? And which it, it is hard because you know I I used to struggle with I, I don't want to say I was like depressed, but I did have an anxiety a lot. Like big crowds would freak me out. So a, a really good example I remember we took a family vacation to Pennsylvania. And being in big crowds, being around people I didn't know, it freaked me out. And I thought I was just super weird that no one would really take 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 me in to be their friend and, and you know all that stuff. But to make a long story short, there was like a basketball court and I wanted to go play basketball where there was a group of guys in there playing on one side of the court. I had the other half all free to myself, but the thought of them inviting me to play with them like freaked me out. So I chose not to play. I was like, well, I'm no good, and they'll make fun of me, blah, 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 you know, all that type stuff went through my head. And what I had to do was, well, I got to focus on what is true. What's true is that, well, I I do have friends, 
and my friends don't treat me like like that, you know. And, and so go, going through all the steps of like, hey, well, what is true about me? What's true about my life? Now, granted, everyone's life experience is, is different. People come from different backgrounds. So I'm not saying that I'm like just the set example of this because it is di- different for, 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 for everyone. Um, but yeah, so I, I would say, you know, focus on what is true. I, I remember we had a friend of mine, she was freaking out about taking a CPA exam and she was thinking that she wasn't good enough to, to take, take it. And, and I kind of told her the same, same thing. Well, we'll fo- fo- focus on what is true is that well, what's true is you're not a failure. If you don't pass that exam, like you're still a very accomplished per- person and you've done X, Y, and Z and you're stu- and you're studying the best you possibly can. So you can't let this, you know, define you choosing to find what's true. Yeah. I, I really like that. Um, Especially, you know, dealing with, you know, whether it be, you know, different anxieties or or depression, there are all sorts of lies that we have in our head all the time about life. Um, You know, spiritual warfare is something we're going to get into later on this podcast, not this episode, but in a different episode. There there is a lot of, of battle happening in the mind of what is true and what's not. And when we and when we do focus on what's true, you know, when we see how God is working in our lives, what God has provided us with, that should bring us joy, right? Yeah. Um, no, I, re- I really like that. Travis, what about for you? How 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 do you find joy in life? How how is how have things gotten more difficult? How do you work through that? Um, yeah. Uh, for me, growing up, and like, I guess I had it pretty easy I guess and just um from a from a regular life standpoint and also from a spiritual standpoint so and from a spiritual standpoint you know I grew up in a great uh, youth ministry children's ministry had great connections with great guys including y'all and that kind of made life pretty easy on a spiritual standpoint and because I always had those connections it went back to school everything and I always had that to draw upon and uh, kind of strengthen me. And then, you know, from a world standpoint, I wasn't really just – school was not a struggle for me. Um, so, like, social life wasn't too much of a struggle for me, really. And so it wasn't really too difficult for me to find joy. And joy was kind of just right there for me. Um, however, that is – changed a lot uh going to college and constantly being busy with a major that you know I chose for myself and don't get me wrong I enjoy it but you know it's just something that is going to instill certain levels of stress and make you kind of anxious and so now I've kind of been in a place where especially last year where I was kind of very anxious all the time, very stressed about everything, couldn't focus on anything except for uh, trying to produce the work that I had to do. And, like, that was what my entire day was focused on. And so trying to, obviously, with that being what was taking my focus, my focus was not on God. And so that was was a real struggle for me, especially about winter last year because uh, that's where it got really, like, really heavy. And so it, it kind of, it hurt 
my emotion, my emotional position, my spiritual position. And so that's not necessarily to be used as an excuse necessarily, but um, like going from having it kind of easy on a spiritual sense to having it more difficult on a spiritual sense kind of hit me pretty hard. So um, how I've had to learn to kind of deal with that lately is much more about like how do I start my day, how do I finish my day, and like how do I like kind of fill the in between. And so making sure that when I start my day, it's not just like, okay, get up, go to school, you know, because that becomes very mundane, very like rinse, repeat, very like, what's the word I'm looking for? Anyway, like has no routine, I guess, not uh, washed out, has no life in it anyway. So just making sure that how I start my day, I point myself towards Christ, how I finish my day back towards Christ and fill the in-between with Christ. Um, It has not been easy necessarily, but kind of establishing some more relationships with the people in uh, that I have in school and whatnot has helped a lot. Um, But now I'm starting to realize that this, I had been given a great community before. Now I have to find that community or possibly grow that community myself. And so just focusing on the fact that I need to draw more from Christ in order to make that happen. So, Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, you know, I relate to a lot um, of what you had to say there, Travis, uh, especially with, with, like, I think in a very similar way, like, I grew up, joy was not a struggle of mine, right? It, it was very easy to find joy um, because... I had it pretty easy growing up, right? Uh, very similar experiences to you. Um, but, you know, kind of around around high school, um, joy was a lot more difficult um, just because I, I found myself turning to pessimism a lot more. I don't know if that's the right word. Yeah, pe- I was very pessimistic. Opposite of optimistic, whatever the word is. Um it, it was very easy for me. Like, anything goes wrong at work, well, I'm going to have a problem with it, and I'm going to be mad about it. Um, I've got too much stuff at school. I'm going to complain about it and, and you know, find some issue. Um, and, and, and that was a very, a very bad cycle to get in because the, the, there's no such thing as a perfect week, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what I also had to learn about myself is when I'm being pessimistic about these things, the other sin in my life also starts to flare up, right? Because how I respond to daily situation, daily situations uh, affects just how my heart is toward Christ in general. And so, you know, what I found with joy is like, okay, well, if I'm going to go complain about just random daily situations and not found, find the joy in life, well... Then I'm going to act out in aggression toward my friend and be angry or rude. Or then I'm going to go eat like 10,000 calories in a day, which is not an exaggeration. Or then I'm going to go do X, Y. Like joy, very, it very quickly was apparent how important it was 
Um, I say very quickly, it took many years for me to figure this out. <laughs> um, but, but I think with joy, like, I mean, where what you had to say, I've never heard it put like that, but just taking a step back and really realizing, well, what is true about my life right now? Yeah. Sure, there may be, you know, these issues here. Um, I may be super stressed out. I may have way too much work on my plate, but God has continued to provide for me. Mm-hmm. He's continued to allow me to grow um, closer to my friends around me, closer to him. And there's just so much to be thankful about. And when you do flip it like that and, and you do find joy, well, you find that the other areas of your life also start to improve because these issues in our lives are not isolated. They're all connected together, right? If we're growing closer to Christ in one area, in all areas, we're going to be growing closer to Christ. Yeah. And so for me, joy is just, especially within recent years, it, it has been about finding balance. And if I find myself being pessimistic, I, I have to wonder, okay, well, what, what area in my life am I also struggling in that's leading to pessimism? Or is this pessimism going to start leading me to do um, worse in other areas? Like, I can't look at it as an isolated issue. Um, And I think that's a very helpful thing to understand. Because then you are able to find more joy. And as you continue to find joy in Christ, um, you continue to improve and it becomes easier and easier. Um. Not to say that it is easy, but it, it, it just becomes so much more natural, I guess, is the word I'm yeah. looking for. Yeah, you know, and, and both of y'all really talked about, you know, being more in, in, intentional. <clears throat> and it does take effort, you know. Um, it, we have to remember we, we can't sit around and, you know, and wait for something good to ha- happen. You know, so, sometimes we have to take action and make it happen for, well, not for ourselves. Well, I mean, I'm trying to figure out a way how to word it, but it's, we, we live in a world where if you wait on the world to do something good for you, most, most of the time it's going to let, let you down, yeah. you know, cause there's more, e- 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 there's more evil in this world. It's easier to be dr- drugged down than to be brought, brought, brought up. Yeah. And it's, um, I feel like so many times that we want to pray, pray to God. I've done this plenty of times and, and I say, well, God, I pray I'll be more joyful. And, well, I mean, well, God's going give to you, give you those, those chances to be more jo- joyful. And so it's, you have to re- realize that, hey, I'm not joyful, but then make the effort of, okay, well, what can I do to be more joyful, yeah. to look towards Christ? And and, and that's what, what, what y'all both talk, talked about is having that intentionality of, well, I can't wait wait around. Now, sometimes, sometimes th- there will be just good natural things happen, but, a lot of times we have to have that ability to say, okay, well, I need to act in X, Y, and Z way to have good things ha- happen because I'm being an obedient in God and God's called me to do this. And, you know, and it, it looks different for every person, but, you yeah. know, just being, being willing to, to step out and um, take the opportunities that God does give you to be more joyful. is very important. Yeah. I, I think that, that that's a huge point. And, um, I can't remember if it's something we brought up in our episode on patience, but, you know, something you said, if you pray to God to be more joyful, God isn't going to snap his fingers and then all of a sudden we're just happy-go-lucky all the time. Yeah. 
He's going to give us those opportunities where joy is difficult and we have to choose joy. Same thing with patience. You ask for patience, God is going to give you situations where patience is incredibly difficult and then you have to choose patience. And that's how we, you know, build these things up. Um, It's not just a, oh, well, such and such is just a joyful person. Just That's just the way they are. No, it's, okay, if you want to be more joyful, go to God. And it's going to be a struggle, but he'll allow you to grow in that. So I'm glad you brought that up, Claire. Yeah. Do do y'all have any personal stories of where y'all sought God and and acted and... Which, which like we we kind of touched on it, but are there any like specific stories that y'all have? Yeah, I've got one man. Um, work was work, work is you know, my first job was at a local aquarium store where I worked with Travis and our friend Josh, and um, that was just always a struggle. It was so easy for me to complain about something that happened. The job just. It, I think it was a great first job, but there were just a lot of aspects of it that sucked, right? Uh, and I think that that job was really helpful um, for me to grow. Um, but I remember there was one time that I straight up just snapped at my boss for no good reason. That Like, the situation... <laughs> Travis is laughing at me. Um, I've never heard the story before, so I'm, I'm pretty I'll, I'll, I'll tell you the story, man. I laughed because Joey said one time. <laughs> <laughs> Basically... On Saturdays, we closed early, right? Monday through Friday, we closed at 6. And on Saturdays, we closed at 4. And always some, you know, just customer would walk in at 3.55. And they wouldn't know that we closed at 4, but they would just walk in, think they had two hours to shop around, and just really bother us because we couldn't tell them to leave or anything. We just had to stay late. And the thing was, I never had anything planned on a Saturday evening. I just got paid more because I got to work more. Right, there's no negative in this situation. It's just I expected to get off at four, and now I get off at like four ten. Yeah, it, it, it's really not a big deal. But for whatever reason, I just gotten really mad because some customer came in late, and it was like four thirty or something. And I just snapped at my boss and made some slick comment to him, um, because he's he said, "Oh man, that's fifty extra dollars," because the guy you know had made had bought fifty dollars worth of stuff, and I said, "Not that we get to see." You know, talking on behalf of myself, Travis and Josh, okay, now and like, I remember that. there was no need for that comment. We did get to see some of that money because we got paid to be there an extra yeah. thirty minutes, yeah. right? And, and that was just incredibly rude for me. And you know, in that moment, it, it was immediate conviction, right? Like, not thirty seconds later, I'm walking into his office to apologize about it. And I'm like, I shouldn't have said that. That was completely not in my place. Um. And that was kind of a buildup of a lot of pessimism at that job. And in that singular moment where I snapped, the Holy Spirit really was like, there's no need for you to be doing this. You have a great job with a great boss who gives you all these, you know, benefits and allows you to just take off whenever you want. You're getting paid to be here. Like, why are you complaining? And um, I think that moment... Really changed a lot of the way about how I viewed, you know, work, school, even church obligations that I sometimes didn't want to do. It, it just changed it to where the, these are opportunities. This is not stuff that you have to do. This is stuff you get to do, right? Um, and so I think in that, I was able to find a lot more joy in my life. Yeah, that's awesome. 
Well, I I don't have any specific memory, like Joey, about like a specific issue that kind of brought a realization to me. Um, but it's I guess for me, there are like there are many different times where like I'll I'll either go into like a worship night or something, or I'll go into like a Thursday night just feeling like really like upset about like the workload that I've had that week or really upset about the free time that I didn't get to experience that week or just feel like kind of, and it's okay to be burnt out, you know, yeah. like burn, like that's a real thing. You get burned all, all the time. Um, but whenever I would get burnt out, I wouldn't be seeking Christ in that moment. I'd just be, you know, grasping to that 30 minutes of free time that I would really want that really didn't do anything for me the next day at all. Um, and so just whenever I'm going into uh, a situation where I would be hearing the word or whatever, um, God just kind of, I guess, break down that wall. And it was like, you realize that you have it really good right now, right? I mean, yeah, schoolwork is a lot, but literally everything else about your life is provided for. I mean, you're not paying for anything necessarily. Um, you're living at home. Um, you don't have to pay for food. You don't have to pay for all any of this stuff. All you have to do is show up, do the work, maybe lose a little bit of sleep every now and then, um, and then you're going to get a degree. And, yeah, maybe the fifth year I might have to take out a loan, but, I mean, if everything goes correctly, I'm not going to have to worry about that for very long. Um I guess it's like um, a lot of times God is like you've been sitting here worrying about this this whole time and you haven't been approaching me you know what you should have been doing this entire time is seeking me and then you wouldn't have felt so burnt out maybe um, so quickly because whenever I'm a lot closer to Christ um, I don't get that that feeling of like dread every single time I have to sit down and start working on something. Um, and so I guess just in general, um, kind of that, that winter quarter of last year was co- where I was kind of just neglecting all of that, neglecting Christ and whatnot. And so that spring quarter, whenever school kind of let up a little bit, God was like, Hey, now that you're finally like actually paying attention to what I'm having to say, listen to what I'm telling to tell you right now because chances are it's going to get busy again. And when it gets busy, you need to be prepared. And so that's just kind of how my, the past year has kind of gone in yeah. terms of learning how to uh, grow in joy because joy isn't something that you can just exist in. You, it's something you kind of have to prepare yourself for. It's something where you have to kind of just build up in preparing for a bad situation or preparing for everyday life. Um, it's kind of something that you don't just get in the present. You have to kind of, you know, do retroactively. Or not retroactively, what's the word? Anyway, in preparation for. Proactively? Proactively. 
you you have to proactively work on your relationship with Christ and getting joy out of it for your life. So, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> my story. This is actually a very recent story that's happened about a few months ago. It, it was back in like June or July. So. I've told like no one about this. I think only, only my only my parents though, because I went home and I was so mad. Oh, I'm excited. So I was. We had a lot of people from our adult group. They had to leave because they were volunteering for camp, and I couldn't go. And there were reasons why. And well, because I was, you know, able to. Well, because I was not able to go and I was staying, I was asked, "Well, could I lead thir- Thursday night?" Because our young adult group, we meet on Thursdays, and our young adult pastor was going to be out there vol- volunteering for this um, church church camp. He asked me if I could lead. I said, yeah, sure, I'd love to. I lead. It goes really well. It goes really great. They come back the next Thursday, and he, he, he genuinely forgot to, but I never, like, received, you know, like a, a, a thank you or anything like that. So I'm not blaming him, so I, but um, he, he, he really just forgot to. Well, that Thursday, um, you were running the slides for him, and it was like your first time running the slides, and and he's on stage in front of everyone, and, and just goes, goes hey, hey, let's give a round of applause for Joey for working the slides. Oh, man. And that ate me. I don't even remember what the lesson was. Because yeah. I was just mad. I could pull up the slides for you. <laughs> <laughs> and that just ate me up for the entire Thursday where I couldn't even pay attention. Yeah. And which was very selfish of me to be that angry about. Because, I mean, it, it was just an, an honest mistake, you know. And whenever we serve, which we, we talked about this before, it's not really about us. It's not really about, you know, the recognition. It's just that we get to serve. Yeah. And go home that night and I'm just like just pacing just back and forth in our li- living room. I mean, I, I was that mad about it. Yeah. And I told my parents about it and I told them about it. I calmed down and which I knew I was being dumb, being that angry about it. Cause it's really not a big deal. It's not, you know, it's, it's really, it really wasn't. And they were praying to God and I'll remember everything I prayed about, but I was just, ba- ba- I was ba- basically just saying, Help me not to hold a grudge against you know our young our, our young adult pastor. You know I love him and help me not to be ang- angry. Help me not to get this angry again, and all that. And we talked about you know finding what's true and being intentional going forward. And in that moment, moment because every I, I try to make an effort every day whenever I wake up, whenever I, I pray, I or at least I, I try to pray each morning or every or every every, every morning. And I try to pray about, you know, God help me just to find find your 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 goodness within my day. Yeah. And everything. And I took a step back and I took that advice that that that, that was given to me by our, our previous young adult pastor. We'll find what's true. Well what was true about it is that, well, it went really, really, really great. You know, whenever I was able to serve and step into that role, it's something that benefited me. It helped me become a better speech speaker. Um, people I, I could tell were really moved by by what God gave me to, to share to them. And ultimately, I got to help out a guy who wasn't able to preach because he was out serving. And so it was like all these different things. And 
late, late, later on, and you know, go, and going back to patience, he actually said, "Hey, man, I'm sorry that I forgot to say thank, thank you for doing that." And so, you know, he actually thanked me a- afterwards. Um, so just finding what's true about that, and I found what, what was true about that, and then being intentional about it. Well, so, something like that hasn't happened again, but I'm going to try and remember that next time so I don't fly off the handle again because there was absolutely zero reason why I shouldn't have gotten that angry about something that just wasn't a big deal because it's not about about me. Um, it's about God and how he works through us to serve him and be obedient to him. Um, so, yeah, I, so that's, that, that's kind of my, my story. Yeah. I appreciate you sharing that. Where, uh, man, that that that's a situation where I could definitely see myself doing a similar thing. Um, but but you're right. It's not about recognition or about you know. It's not about us. Um, and it's like you know, and also uh, I'm, I'm sorry to cut you off, no, no, but good. but you know, and also you know, there's pl- plenty more times to serve. That's you right. Know, yeah. And so, so it's, it's not like that's my one time to serve. That's my one opportunity to get some form, you know, of recognition. You know, I, you know, we all serve in some capacity for our young, for our young adult group. And, and it's just a joy, you know, it brings all of us joy to help serve and be there every th- Thursday. And it's definitely made, made me a better per- person, you know, not just that experience and, and hum- humbling me, but, um, I mean, I mean, we 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 can spend a whole podcast of how our young adult adult group has has, has blessed us. So, Dude. so <laughs> so I'll, season a podcast. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. So we would be remiss to talk about joy and not bring the scriptures into the conversation. All right. Um, Travis has a verse here. Uh, he's in James in chapter one. You can go ahead. All right. This is James chapter one, verse two through four. Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. And let steadfastness have its full effect, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. So, I mean, a lot of the time, and we've been talking about this, you know, it, it is more difficult to find joy in maybe more negative circumstances. Um, but the scripture is clear, like, we're meant to find joy all the time. Yeah. Because even adversity is building us up and is making us more resilient, is making us stronger um, in the faith. Uh, and so we should take joy in that process, right? Um, find joy in the Lord uh, in, in a very literal sense, but also even thinking about it from an outside perspective and being like, I can find joy in the fact that this situation is making me stronger. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Any other thoughts on that verse? No, I, I think you hit every nail. I think that mm-hmm. was really good. I think it's the best yeah. verse on joy. Honestly, I've got two to pick between, but yeah. they're well, all good. Uh, only thing I have to say is that that fourth verse where it says, let steadfastness have its full effect. I mean, just yeah. making sure that when we are going through a trial, um, that we realize not only like that we're growing from it, but 
you know, that we can get joy out of the fact that we can focus on making sure that we're getting as much out of it as we can and not just like, you know, just kind of complaining about it in the moment and then later being like, oh, well, I grew from it, so it's okay. Yeah. Um, but in the moment while it's happening that we focus on like being steadfast and making sure that, you know, in every moment we're trying to focus on how we can grow from it um, rather than just getting some growth out of it and just being like, okay, well, it's all good now. So, And, and I like that word steadfastness. I think that it, it's not something that we use in normal English, right? Mm-hmm. And so I do want to, you know, kind of maybe narrow that down, define it a little bit. Um, I think that discipline is a good word um, that you can throw in there. Um, but also steadfastness is, is like persistence, resilience, right? Um, it's not giving up. Uh, and so, you know, thinking about it, you know, more in that context, it's like, you know, we're running a race. You know, Scripture uses this analogy. Steadfastness, like, keep going. You know, don't waver. Use motivation to build discipline and use discipline to get you through it, right? Um, I think it's really important. I have another verse pulled up here. Um, We're in Galatians 5, uh, verse 22. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. Um, And I know that's a verse that we quote a lot, right? That's where we find the fruit of the Spirit. Um, But I think there's a good reason it's quoted a lot. It's very important. Um, You know, we have all these things. Joy is made distinct from these other fruit. And against such things, there there is no law. I mean, I, I really love, you know, that way of putting it. Like, there's no... There's no way to hold back joy. Joy should be apparent in all of us. Um, it's how we identify ourselves as Christians. It's by displaying the fruit of the Spirit. Um, it's how we're able to grow closer to one another, right? Um, continuing on in verse 24, And those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. So us... We belong to Christ Jesus. For us to display the fruit of the Spirit, we have to crucify the flesh, right? Um, it, it's not something that's just easy and just a, a default you know, thing that comes for us, right? You, you don't get saved, and then all of a sudden, you, you just display the fruit of the Spirit fully. It is something that we continually have to work on and push ourselves toward. So... Do we have any other thoughts on biblical joy? I've not. I think we hit everything, and yeah, I think we have hit hit on and touched on everything. So, I thought I think this was a very productive and really good episode. I think so too. I'm really glad that you know we did this. I'm excited to, um, you know, I think slowly we're gonna try to dive into all seven, you know, fruit of the spirit. Um, but but joy is something that. It's, it's so pertinent. Uh, it's so important right now with the state of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and it'll always be important, right? Uh, that's not to say it, it wasn't important before. Um, but I really enjoyed this conversation, getting to learn more about 
joy and getting to grow closer to y'all. So that is it for the Back in the Gap podcast. We will see you next week.